Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You are here for episode number 27. It is Monday morning, and I am recording for Sunday, which was the 27th yesterday. I'm in my classroom and ready to roll for my week. It's a special week this week. It's Catholic Schools Week here and across the country. We've got some special events going on here at my school, and uh, I'm ready, ready for a good week. And I hope you are as well, whenever and wherever you are listening to this, as I share with you how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open yesterday, Sunday, the Sabbath, to experience the presence of God. So I, yesterday, had the privilege of hearing something that is very, very special. And I heard it for the second time. Now I'm going to refer you back, if you'd like, to episode number 266. That is entitled, Presence in a Student's Preaching. And this one is, this particular podcast you're listening to now, is the sequel to that, number two, because I heard the same student preach again yesterday at her church. Now, I'm going to, I don't use names on this podcast, and especially student names. I'm going to use a, uh, some initials, if you will. RJ is what I am calling her. And um, as I said on the last time she preached, it was so awesome. I am so, so very proud of this young woman and for her gift that she has. I mean, she is really called by Christ to be his messenger. And I think it was made so apparent when I had her last year as a freshman in my first period religion class. This year, unfortunately, I do not have her as a sophomore, but she does come by from time to time to say hello in my classroom, which is always enjoyable to see her. And yesterday, she invited myself and a number of her other teachers, which was very cool to see, to come and hear her preach. I was there, like I said, for my second time, and there was one other teacher who was also there for his second time. And then we had uh, three, four other teachers who this was their first time to come and hear her preach. And um, I, I know just by speaking with them and, and listening to their comments and watching them as RJ preached, just they are as proud as, as I am. You know, it's always awesome when you see a student uh, doing something with a gift or a talent. And at our school, we have many talented athletes. We have talented singers and actors and actresses. And just we see that talent quite frequently. But to see this kind of talent is more rare. I mean, I, I do see students with the gift of leading retreats and guiding their peers in uh, small groups and prayer and praise and worship. But we really don't see the chance for a student to preach that often. And therefore, it, it just made it extra, extra special. Um, RJ's church is primarily African-American, and therefore it has that uh, gospel 
uh, vibe in the music and in the preaching and just in the hospitality that was apparent again yesterday, being welcomed and greeted and thanked for being there. Um, someone afterwards was handing out cups of uh, soup, and that was a, a nice little gesture um, to, to take some of that with me on what was a, what was a pretty cold day. And um, I got to meet RJ's aunties. Um, she had a number of aunts who were there yesterday, I think from Central and, and, um, and Western Ohio. And um, her mom was there. I met her mom and her sister and also her grandmother. Um, I got to also see once again her uh, elementary school teacher, really middle school teacher, who fostered this early on in RJ. And uh, this middle school teacher thanked me as she did last time, and also thanked my colleagues for uh, supporting and and encouraging RJ in her learning and growth and faith and and just her development as a uh, young woman who has this marvelous, marvelous gift. So stay with me through the break, if you will. I have um, something to say about the preaching itself. She had a an image, a metaphor, a symbol that um, has stuck with me, and and uh, and maybe it will with you as well. And then there was a nice little surprise for me also at the end of the service. So stick with me, and uh, we'll be right back. Well, thanks for staying with me through the break. As promised, I am going to share with you what my student, RJ, RJ shared in her preaching. The scripture she picked for the day was the parable of the sower. I'm not going to go into detail over this parable because perhaps, likely, dear listener, you are familiar with it. And she focused about the thorns that choke the seed from growing. And she talked about distractions and the weeds that grow up in the midst of our lives as we seek to follow Christ. And she used a, an image, a metaphor, a symbol that um, I hadn't heard before in this context, and I, and I thought it was a very apt one, and a sign of her ability as a preacher to find something that we all can identify with, we all know, and we all understand, and to help us, the audience, the congregation, the people of faith, understand life in a, in, a, in a new way. She asked the question, she said, the dandelion, consider the dandelion. Is it a flower or is it a weed? And that was a great symbol because if you live in a place where dandelions grow and they grow here in central Ohio, as I imagine kind of pretty much everywhere else that has a, a temperate climate, they start as those yellow flowers that are really quite attractive and deceptive because before too long they turn into those pollinators, not pollinators, those seed sacks, the uh, fluffy uh, balls, right? You, you certainly know those that are designed to spread the seeds for the next generation of dandelions far, far away. And 
it was a really good example because she used that as a reminder that there are things in our life that we think are beautiful, are flowers, but they actually in, 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 in reality are weeds. And they choke us and they strangle us and they spread their toxin, their poison, their seeds throughout our life and throughout our world. And, and I, I thought that was really brilliant. And it's funny, I ran into one of my colleagues who was there also yesterday to hear RJ preach and she had the same um, point that she remembered, this, this point about the dandelions. And um, we were talking about just how, how on, on target that was. So afterwards, uh, the service, uh, a young woman came up to me and she thanked me for being her teacher. And I got to be honest, I, I did not remember her name. I am so bad with names. And if she happens to be listening to this podcast, I, I am very sorry that I did not remember her name. But she was, was very kind and very sincere in saying that she remembered my class sophomore year. She did not go to my school junior or senior year, so she graduated from somewhere else, but remembered my class and how I helped her grow in her faith and her learning and her knowledge. And she's now well into college and seems like she's doing well. And uh, it was just neat for her to say thank you and to, to, be, um, to be appreciated like that. Any, any teacher knows that the nicest thing a student can ever say to you, a former student or a current student, is thank you, and I learned something, or you made a difference in my life. I mean, that's what we're doing here. That's why we're doing this here um, in, in the schools and places that we teach. So, so I conclude, again, with this great joy and great happiness and enthusiasm for my student, RJ, and her preaching that she did so wonderfully um, back in a few months ago, and also yesterday as well. So when have you heard the word of God in a homily, a sermon, preached and taught and expressed in a way that really stuck with you and inspired you and, and touched you in, in different ways? When have you experienced that recently? And how have you shared the word of God in a way that may have touched others and inspired others as well? As always, thank you so much for listening, blessings, and peace.